He konai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. If you have family that live on the other side of the world, it's quite a real thing. It really feels like we're at the end of the earth here. <laughs> So my dad is from Cyprus, and um, so the Greek part of Cyprus. For a lot of my life, it's been trying to reconcile those two very, very different and faraway worlds. It's the sort of constant reconciliation most of us who call more than one country home are faced with. This is Voices, and I'm Kadambri Ragukumar. For someone like vocalist and composer Briar Prestiti, her music's been a tool of sorts to help bridge those worlds. Just having the Greek heritage and the understanding of having two worlds in our lives, basically, the New Zealand world and the Greek world. Tell me about this Greek world. Oh. Because <laughs> you only just came back last year, didn't you? Yes. So I lived in Greece for about three and a half, four years. I was travelling beforehand for about six months and then arrived in Greece and then just felt like... I discovered a part of myself that I'd really been, it seems as though I'd been yearning to kind of discover and and explore. Ended up learning Greek properly to speak Greek. Probably need to practice a little bit more. <laughs> I spent nine months at the university, 20 hours a week learning Greek, and it was all in Greek. So it was full immersion, and I just lived the Greek life <laughs> for a while, and then started getting back into music in a new way, I think. Yeah. I've just made the trek up the super steep slope in Wellington's Thorndon to the Lilburn residence. Briar has just started as the composer in residence here with the New Zealand School of Music. This is where some prolific composers have come through over the years, the former home of Douglas Lilburn. Briar's been working on a few orchestra pieces for later this year from here. So congratulations on the residency. Thank you. Have you settled in now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a nice I spot. I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's actually amazing because it's just, it's got such a calm, peaceful energy and it's really good for the creative flow. As well, the fact that so many composers have come through this space has, it's just, it, you can kind of feel it and it's just has this very, like, um, potent creative energy, I feel. <laughs> Her music's always been about exploring other cultural soundscapes, but off late, Briar has deep-dived into what's closer to home, her Greek side. With mentors like John Sarthas, she goes across all sorts of genres, classical to electronic to folkloric, but there's always this constant exploring of ways to go between them, and it all started with her family. What did you grow up listening to? What did your family play at home on, say, a Sunday afternoon? Well, <laughs> so interestingly... Although my father's Greek, um, he's a flamenco guitarist, really, really avid flamenco guitarist and very, very good. So I grew up listening to a lot of flamenco. Paco de Lucia is like a, a big name in our household. <laughs> and my mum also listened to a lot of music from other cultures. And there was a, there was a band called Afro-Celt that we listened to. Do you know that band? I remember them from like the late 90s or something. Yeah. The sound system. It's amazing. And I, I love that because it was those two very, very different worlds together in music. And that was a, you know, 
Yeah. I listened to that all through my childhood. I also listened to a lot of vocal styles from other cultures, so flamenco, the West African, Greek as well. We grew up absorbing a lot of Greekness, Greek culture, Greek mannerisms, Greek um, ways of expressing ourselves, I think. Yeah. So how does that look like to you as someone mm. that's you know part Kiwi, part Greek, Cypriot? It's so different from New Zealand. It's it's really like the polar opposite in terms of um, culture, <laughs> um, and definitely something that I understood a lot more living in Greece. It's the way that people relate to each other and the way they express themselves and the way that they process emotions is very different. I think, for example. I think that people are way more outspoken and when there's an issue, uh, they will kind of say it immediately and and <laughs> express it in the moment and kind of have it out with each other and then it's and it's done, you know. People over there are very political a lot of the time um, because they have to be, you know. It's in part of a world where they've dealt with political struggles for a long, long, long time and and even today, you know, they've got they're dealing with a lot in Greece. So, you know, they've got, they're at the forefront of the refugee crisis. They've got an economic crisis. And so I think people are very resilient. Greek music is, is very diverse. Depending on which region you are in Greece, it's quite different from the south to the north, you know. Um, How did you find that? Because that must have just blown your mind. I, I'm in love with Greek music. I'm just, it, it, particularly the traditional folk music. Uh, <laughs> one of the styles of music that's really popular and has, since the economic crisis, I think, has gained a lot more popularity is rebetiko, which is a style of music from the 1930s, around that period of time in, in Greece. And there's a whole history behind it, um, but people kind of often refer to it as the blues of Greece. And it's from in those times it came from a, a population of people that were very disenfranchised and going through a lot of poverty and addiction and abuse and prison and all kinds of things that are very very <laughs> serious stuff yeah yeah so the the lyrics in that style of music are quite heavy which is in some way almost a contrast to the actual sound of the music because the music can sometimes sound kind of uplifting but the lyrics are really heavy. A lot of other more modern Greek music is very poetic and very a lot a lot about love and heartbreak and and this kind of bittersweet quality to the lyrics where they have a lot of pathos which is means pain. <laughs> Your experience in the last few years, how is it going to influence your future work? What do you think you're going to be able to draw from it? Oh, gosh. <sighs> yeah, as a vocalist, being in Greece really improved my vocals in that style because when it's around you all the time and you're just kind of fully immersed in it, you hear it every day, it just somehow you absorb it and it it improves your singing. So I really love taking that as a kind of something that I've held on to from Greece and well it's part of my musical landscape now so without thinking about it too much 
I believe that it definitely has an influence on what I'm writing. And I think the vocal melodies in particular, because in Greek singing they have a lot of melisma, which is like these trills and particular stylistic trills that are definitive of the Greek style. And I think that that's coming through in one of my orchestral pieces, for example. I find it fascinating also that with all these different influences on your music, do you struggle with defining what it is that you do or mm. the style or the genre that mm. you belong to? Yeah, and that, that doesn't just extend to music, that extends to personal identity. Because being half Greek and half Kiwi, or being anyone from a multicultural family or any... Even if you have family that live on the other side of the world, it's quite a real thing because we're so far away. And I've been having this conversation with a, a few people who kind of understand this. It really feels like we're at the end of the earth here. <laughs> and so it's, it's for a lot of my life, it's been trying to reconcile those two very, very different and far away worlds. With my music, I have so many different styles that are almost <laughs> completely unrelated but it's all me. So I'm drawing from, yeah, very different cultural landscapes and identities, I would say. Yeah. And I will actually say as well that the, the one of the pieces for orchestra um, that's going to be playing in August, um, the title is called Akri, which in Greek means edge. And that ca comes from um, this feeling that, I'm on the edge of being Greek and on the edge of being a Kiwi. I'm not fully one or the other. And it's exploring that feeling of not quite belonging anywhere. I think that New Zealand um, has even more cross-cultural elements in the, in the musical landscape here in the, in the scene than other countries that I've seen and been to, in fact. Um, and I think that the reason is that First of all, we do have a lot of cultures here, living here, and it's a, it's, a mul it's a multicultural melting pot. The fact that we're so far away, I think people want to connect a lot more to their culture when they're here because it makes them feel closer to their home. Music is such a powerful way of doing that. <laughs> vocalist and composer Briar Prestiti on her latest residency in Wellington's Lilburn residence. My name's Kadambri Raghukumar and Voices is a weekly podcast on all things globally local here in New Zealand. I meet people from all around the world who share with me their journeys and perspectives on the worlds they move within. You can follow Voices on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio and everywhere else you get your podcasts from. You can also find us and other podcasts on the RNZ website. Today's episode was mixed by Jeremy Veal, and I'm Kadambri Raghukumar. Thanks for listening. Ooh, que pese, que pese